Hey, everybody. It's Will, and I'm really excited today to have Ashley Paget on the phone. Um, Ashley's family is now, I believe, uh, in the fourth generation of owning Allison's Restaurant in Kennebunkport, Maine. And uh, just a really, really cool store and an amazing independent restaurant they've built there and sustained for, gosh, 45 years now. Is that right? That is. Um, so tell me the uh, tell me the backstory. Was it your was it your your grandparents that started? It was yes. My grandfather um, bought. It used to be originally a grocery store connected to just a really small diner, um, just in the center of Kennebunkport, and he bought that in 1973, and eventually turned it into uh, combined both buildings and turned it into one big restaurant. Um, so yeah, that was 45 years ago. I can't believe it. That's really, uh, I mean, my hat's off to, to you and your family for um, you know, just <clears throat> building and maintaining that business for so long and through so many economic cycles and I'm sure all kinds of fun things happening there over the years. So um, what a testament to, uh, to to your family. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah the whole town has changed so drastically. I mean, when it really opened in 73 this was just a very small fishing village and now it's just a huge tourist destination it's it's crazy how big the town has grown in really a short amount of time how how many um like how many how many seats do you have at allison's uh we have 135 plus 12 seats at the bar so it's not a huge restaurant gotcha gotcha um and how i mean tell me how Look, what's your story? How did you, I mean, obviously within your family, so did you always think you'd be a part of it or? No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, I mean, we all, my mother and my uncle took over in 1984. Um, and then we all grew up working here. Me, my brother, sisters, cousins. Um, we started off bussing tables or dishwashing and kind of all worked up into waitressing and, and uh, bartending. But we all went away to college, and I don't think any of us expected to come back to town. <laughs> we got out as quick as we could. Um, but it just sort of gradually happened that you kind of eventually come back around to where you're from. And my brother and I now run the restaurant. Um, so everyone else kind of has come and gone or um, over just over the years. But there's still cousins working here. Um, my niece and my nephew started last year, so that is the fourth generation. Um, and my kids within the next couple of years will start. So amazing! Now, do they, where do they cool. start? What are they, when you start out there, uh, do you start bussing tables or what do you do? Yes, bussing tables, dishwashing, one of those jobs. Yep. The the not glamorous positions. Um, but yeah, they start at the bottom. There's definitely no uh, free rides. Yeah, sure. You got to learn every every part of the restaurant. I'm sure you've probably yeah. done all of it over the years. Yes, and we were always expected to work harder than everybody else, so it paid off. Yeah, for sure. You got to lead by example. That's awesome. well, that's awesome. So what, now, what do you um, what do you love most about what you do? Honestly, the people, and that's kind of cliche, but not just the customers. The people I work with. Um, we've had staff, honestly, that have been here almost as long as I have. I have a. a dishwasher that's been here, I think this is his 24th year, um, multiple people that have been here really 10 plus years. Almost the whole staff has been here over six years at least. Um, so it's just, it really is, you know, family. Um, and you just get to know everybody so well and everyone works together well. 
And then there's customers that have been coming here since before I was born, um, which is really cool. They knew my grandparents or, um, you know, just growing up here has been unbelievable. um, So are you, I know Kenny Buckport has changed a lot over the years. What has that meant to the business in terms of how the business has had to evolve and, and, and the competitive forces that you're probably seeing that maybe you didn't see in the past? Definitely. Um, so, like I said, it sort of started out as a fishing village, and this was kind of a dive bar. Um, I remember coming in when I was busting tables, you know, 14 years old or 12 years old, and I'd come in and there'd be holes in the wall from the night before, fights and things like that. Um, it was just a very different place. And now it's really a high-end sort of tourist destination. Um, two years ago, we redid the entire building inside um, and, I mean, kind of not gutted it, but really did a huge renovation. Um, we just redid the entire bar. And the clientele has changed from sort of that dive bar kind of place to now um, it really is much higher end. We're still a very casual restaurant. Um, it's definitely open to families, that kind of a, uh, a place. But the town in general has jumped. So actually, competition that we used to have, which was a lot of other family restaurants, have kind of left town, and it's a lot of high-end restaurants. So um, we kind of have our own niche in town. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, you um, probably don't see a lot of those uh, dive bars with fights and stuff like that. No, not anymore. Not sounds like Ken of for sure. Um, no. <laughs> well, uh what do you think just generally about independent restaurants and what makes independent restaurants special? I mean, that's just something that's near and dear to our heart. That's who we serve. And definitely you know, I have my own opinions on that, but um, what, what do you, you know, what are your thoughts about that? I like or love independent restaurants simply because everything's so unique. You don't walk in and it's just like a robot, um, you know, the same sort of stuff, the same menu, the same, Um, talk from the servers, you know, where they have to go through certain um, criteria for every single table that you have to hit and things like that. It's a much more personal experience with everything. Um, You know, my my grandparents went to Kenny Monk High School. My my mom did. We did. So you know everybody in town. They know you on a very personal level. You know everyone's families. Um, it's, It's just a very different, comfortable feeling going into an independent restaurant. Yeah, it really is. You're able to create something unique that's just, you know, something to change. You can't scale that. Um, no. But you can't – but let me ask you this then. How do you is, – is there some balance of finding some of the consistencies and efficiencies that you might find in the chain that you try to try – to, you know, how do you find that balance uh, of doing yeah, that absolutely. Without, without making everything kind of seem robotic and programmed and, and, and not, you know, sort of warm and genuine? Right. Well, I don't think that you can sustain a restaurant for 45 years without consistency. I mean, that is the name of the game, really. So um, a lot of that is based on how long our staff stays. I mean, our service stays the same because people have been here for, you know, six plus years. The same in our kitchen. Our kitchen manager has been here for 10 plus years. Um, So we, I mean, that's rule number one is consistency and a good product. And that's kind of what we base everything on. How do you keep people so long? I have no idea. I guess we're a really good place to work. Um, I mean, we, honestly, part of it is schedule fly, as crazy as that sounds. 
having a schedule that you can see online along with being able to see it weeks and weeks ahead of time, people can have life outside of the restaurant. And there's a lot of restaurants that do sort of week-to-week scheduling and everything's kind of last minute. And Schedulefly has allowed us to not do that. We're, we're able to predict schedules so far into the future that, um, like I said, people can really have a life outside of work. And I think that's huge, especially now. It seems to be a much bigger thing. Okay. Well, I just picked- – just for those listening, I had no idea she was going to say that. That was not a planted question. That's, that's actually cool. I've never heard anybody – I mean, I, I've just never heard anybody say that that I can remember. Well, we do – well, and it's true. We do quarterly schedules. So, um, yeah. you know, you can see a schedule three months in advance, but you used to have to come in here and it would be – and really, this is not a paid advertisement – um, but you used to have to come in and there'd be, you know, paper schedules on the walls and notes everywhere. And it's, it's definitely helped us be more organized and the staff appreciates it. Definitely. That's really cool. Well, I appreciate that. I'm glad that it's, I mean, yeah. that's a neat, that's, I'm glad that it's helping in that way. That's a really, yeah. um, that's a cool thing. That's a cool, that's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's fairly unique. I'm sure with the customers that we have, there are other people that do it quarterly, but that is, that is not something we see a lot of course it's normally the weekly you know it gets posted and it changes immediately yeah. and it's just a bunch of shift trades and uh, kind of a mess so um i'm glad to hear well, that it's really cool yeah there's so many employees that are students or parents or things like that 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 is a plus for us that they can you know plan their lives around work a little bit and not the other way around yeah yeah for sure what do you look for when you hire people and has that changed over the years uh, it's definitely changed. We're a lot more selective as to who we hire. You know, when you start out and, you know, the first uh, however many years, you kind of take what you can get and, and um, sort of a fly by the seat of your pants sort of thing. But as we've gotten more experienced um, and just grown as a restaurant, we're, I don't know how to say it, but people are, it's a harder place to get into, I guess is a good way to say it, that it's something that people, someplace that people want to work. So we have the opportunity to just be more selective. That's a good thing. Um, it's a great a really thing. thing. There's yeah. a lot of markets where there's a lot of markets where I mean, a lot of people I talk to would love to be able to be selective. Well, um, honestly, two years ago it might have been a little bit of a different story. There was a couple of years there where um, you know the, it was hard to find anybody, um, but that's come around a lot. It's also um, like a vacation town. But we have colleges nearby. That helps a lot. Um, so there's a big pool of people to choose from. We are very lucky. What's, uh, so what's in your mind going forward? I mean, where, where do you take it from here? And what are some of the challenges you think you'll face? Yeah, the ahead? challenges are, you know, I've heard many people say after you get, you know, to the third generation, it gets harder and harder to pass on, um, that eventually it sort of starts to peter out. But we haven't noticed that. I'm hoping either my children or my sister's children, you know, some of them are interested in the restaurant. Um, and I think they will be. They're all going to grow up working here. Hopefully that doesn't die off in, you know, 20 years or whatever. Um, but that is definitely a challenge. Other than that, we're just really excited. There's so much going on in restaurants right now. Uh, there's, there's so much new technology, new ideas um, that it's actually really exciting. What are some? What do you mean by the new technology and new ideas? Like, what what excites you the most? Yeah, so um, just I mean, reservation systems like uh, you know that that you can walk into a restaurant, leave your phone number, and get texted when your table's ready. Versus pager systems that have kind of gone by the wayside. Um, anything having to do with online, um, 
I'm just trying to think off the top of my head other stuff that's going on. But there's a ton of other stuff out there. Of course, I'm drawing a blank. Well, that's okay. I mean, I, I wonder about that because, you know, ironically, here I'm a partner in a software business. Um, <laughs> but I, I always wonder about, you know, there's a, there's, there are so many restaurant technologies um, all the time. You're seeing all these new things that you can do. But I always wonder, you know, at the end of the day, particularly I think for independent restaurants, technology is great, and it was mm-hmm. that was a cool example, and I do, I mean, I appreciate that. But I think that what what will never change, tell me if you agree, is the importance of the people that are involved and the human to human interaction. I mean, no matter what happens. Yeah, that was true 45 years ago when your grandparents started it, and 45 years from now, what people are looking for more than anything else in the world is uh, to feel like they're being taken care of, that they're important, that they're being validated, and you know, the, the hospitality part of that is so much driven by, by people. Um, I agree. Yeah. I agree, and I think you know, there's technology to a point, and I think it's actually starting to come around. Um, you know, people are getting a little tired of social media and everything being online and things like that. So there's definitely people searching for that personal connection again, thankfully. Um, So there's definitely technology to, you know, where it becomes too much. I can't stand calling someplace and getting an automated system. You will never find that here. Um, You know, a human person will always answer the phone. Those sort of connections are very important to us. Um, Yeah, I I agree. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it really is. It is interesting you say that because you're starting to hear about people, you know, there's delete Facebook and you're starting to hear social media kind of, you know, because it, 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 uh, it's funny. Actually, we have, um, oh, my gosh, it's been a nightmare in some ways. But we're, we have, you know, the scream-free week this week um, and, that our school has been promoting. And so our, oh. my, my three kids have, you know, no phones, no iPads, nothing this week, and it's no TV. <laughs> How have the you dealt with that? <laughs> The idea is that, oh, my gosh, it's, it's hard. <laughs> um, but, you know, the idea being that, you know, we're so dialed into these things these days that we, we're losing that that human-to-human connection and interaction. And, and it happens, you know, in our in culture, and, and it happens, you know, just within a family. And we've noticed, like, I mean, we played a family game of Gaga Ball, something my kids play at school in our garage last time. We, we haven't done that, you know, on a weeknight ever. <laughs> so it was neat, but... <laughs> But um, but it is neat because that's just such an important thing, and and that's just the reason I ask that, and the reason I bring that up is I just think that is I've always felt like that is something that you all, being independent restaurants, are able to do so so well, um, because you typically do have people that maybe they're a part of that community and have been a long time, and they've been the, you know, the manager for ten years, or um, they they've been they're looking for something different than. Uh, just a job at a restaurant. Oftentimes they want to be a part of something that's, you know, unique and special in their community. And that's what you've all, what you offer at Allison to the folks. And that's probably why you're able to be selective. Um, Definitely. And we uh, partner with a lot of local charities. Um, We're very involved in the community. And I think that is also a plus to being an independent restaurant. Um, You know, you know everyone in town, so you can get really involved. And we work a lot with the schools, um, definitely local schools, local families that are going through hardships. um, We're able to step in, and we know them, and there's personal connections. So that's it's huge for us. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, 
But listen, I, I, I tell you, I really enjoy hearing your story. I, I, I tip my hat to, to your family, um, all the generations of your family that have built something really special. You all have an amazing story. And, Thank um, you. Just, it's just very inspiring. So um, keep doing what you're doing. And I, I do hope your kids or your, uh, your nephews, nieces, whoever, get involved and, and, and continue. And it sounds like you have done such a great job of, of setting up a, a great template for them to follow through with and you're in a great city and or a great town and um you've, you've got a really unique story so thank you for taking the time to do this and just thank you for doing what you do thank you i appreciate that absolutely absolutely um well cool all right well i'll get you i'll let you get back to it i know you're busy i really enjoyed it and i appreciate it i know everybody else that listens that will as well thank you thank you all right we'll talk again soon take care all right you too. bye-bye all right, bye.